it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Raw review time for April 26th, 2021. <sighs> the B rolls on for Monday Night Raw. And um, this one was a little tough to watch. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's just... I I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Um, Not that it was all bad. There were some definite good spots in tonight's show. Um, But there were a lot of head scratchers, a lot of just... Silly things. And I don't mean haha funny silly. I mean silly as in just like why? Why was this needed? It serves no purpose and it makes everybody involved look bad. But we'll get to that. Show overall, I'd give it a C minus, like a 70 C minus, like the good things that happened during the show saved the show for me personally, but overall, like this felt like a four hour show, at least, um, time dragged for a lot of this night, um, which is unfortunate because Rod had been doing okay but I don't know so we'll just get right into it so kicking off things tonight was supposed to be tag team action between Ron Strowman and Drew McIntyre taking on T-Bar and Mace which I thought by now They'd go back to their original names, but apparently that's not the case. So here we are. But before they could even start the match, or even before the entrances, Braun and Drew had themselves a nice little argument in the back, and Braun said he could do this all by himself. 
So Braun went out by himself to take on both T-Bar and Reese, excuse me, and, well, Mace and T-Bar got themselves disqualified by just beating uh, Braun up in the corner. But this causes Drew to come down and save Braun, just like Braun did to Drew last week. And so we wasted the first 10, 15 minutes of the show to get to what was supposed to be a tag team match to start the show. So we... (laughs) We go to the actual tag team match between these four. And the match ends at a countout because of a miscue between Drew and Braun on the outside. This then causes Braun to kind of go (laughs) crazy. Not be very happy, I should say, with with Drew, everything that had happened. And Braun ends up attacking Drew later on, and Drew ends up going to Adam Pierce later on. Um, actually, basically, right afterwards, saying that he uh, wants a match with, with Braun later in the night. So, Drew and Braun will be your main event for the evening, but we then switch gears, go to Miz TV. Um, eventually there was supposed to be a six man tag with the Miz, uh, Jackson Riker and Elias taking on Damian Priest and the New Day. But beforehand, um, Miz, Morrison, Riker and Elias tried to do Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop, acapella style. And while it wasn't terrible new day and priest came out and woods looked like he was having some trouble holding on to uh, um what looked like a <laughs> a guitar case but inside said case was actually a whole lot of tomatoes so I think you can kind of put together what's going to happen next. Um, We had ourselves a a Fozzie moment with the Muppets where Fozzie tells a bad joke and he gets pelted with with fruit and vegetables, mainly tomatoes. And uh, so that's exactly what happens. Um, Priest and the New Day empty this entire case of tomatoes onto Ms. Morrison, Jackson Riker, and Elias. So I talked about silly things in the beginning. This to an extent I could I could kind of deal with and laugh at because it was kind of funny. Um, but had I known that this was only the tip of the iceberg for the night, probably wouldn't have been too happy, (laughs) but it is what it is. 
Um, and also, I, I'd like to throw this out into the universe as well as a whole lot of other people have done. Um, the Miz needs to be Johnny Cage if they do a uh, sequel to the new Mortal Kombat movie. Just throwing it out there. Just just trying to will it into existence with everybody else. Uh, but for the match itself, it's a good six-man match. The Tomatoes found their way into the ring and into the match yet again. But Xavier Woods gets the pin with the small package. That small package has been getting a lot of wins lately. Now I get it. It's kind of like that, ah, gotcha move, but I don't know. I kind of miss watching matches actually end because of finishers, but that that is what it is. After that, uh, Sonny uh, DeVille um, invites Charlotte back into the ring uh, so that she can make an apology to uh, the referee from last week, which then turns into an apology from the referee to Charlotte for him missing Rhea interfering in last week's match. Uh, suspension for Charlotte Flair was lifted, and apparently Adam Pearce's voice means nothing now. So Sonya has continued and more brazenly undermined everything that he has been doing. So I hope to God that this turns into you think you could do better than me, type of thing, and then we go back to having actual GMs and Raw and SmackDown and Sonya and Adam Pierce go head-to-head. That's my hope. I hope that this actually turns into some type of GM authority figure type situation between those two competing against one another. Because, quite frankly, I think both of them would be great on their own shows to do their own thing, and, you know, we'll see what happens. But that's just my hope. So, uh, I had mentioned that Braun and Drew would be having themselves a match later in the night. However, there was a stipulation that was added to it. If Braun wins, he will be added to the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania Backlash. So, that's pretty big. After that, Sheamus goes up to the ring for another one of his quote-unquote open challenges for the U.S. title. And who answers but yet again, Umberto Carrillo. Wants another shot. And um, they end up having another brawl. Uh, But this time, Umberto is able to hold his ground and actually walks away kind of victorious a little bit uh, in the fight. Uh, No actual match happened, but... It looks like Umberto might actually be getting a a shot at the title. So maybe we'll see. Let's see. After that, we <laughs> had a uh, interesting conversation in the back between uh, Red Yorton and Matt Riddle. And um, <laughs> Riddle's still on his thing about Ike, bro. And for some odd reason, and I still to this to this day don't understand. I know it was only a few hours ago, but still, 
visible confusion. <laughs> Randy says, you know, I've been thinking and that RK bro thing is kind of catchy. So we'll, uh, we'll do a little test run today. We'll see what happens. So we end up having ourselves a tag team match for later tonight. It is Randy Orton and Matt Riddle uh, taking on what ends up being Sheltic, Sheltic, my wow. <laughs> That's just combining them now. Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. And my God, Randy and Riddle won the match. Our key bro lives <laughs> for now. Uh, Riddle tried doing his pose, wanting Randy to do his behind him, but Randy's like, no, 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 still too early. But I feel like it's going to happen. And all I can do is laugh at this whole situation because my friend Sam over at Know the Ropes is all, all rubbing it in my face what happened to Mania. And he's on to bigger and better things. Well, my guy is not too happy at this moment <laughs> because of this. And I'm I'm reveling in this. So even when I lose, I still win. Just remember that. <laughs> we then shifted over to six women, uh, six women tag team action. It was, it was Oscar, Naomi, and Lana taking on Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and the Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Now, this is where things took an unfortunate turn. So, Shayna earlier had said that she didn't want any more distractions with what's been going on. And once Night and Reggie to, you know, keep the head on straight, still do anything stupid, and just pay attention. Well, Ever since Mania, when Mandy had that unfortunate slip on the water, Naya has been making jokes. And then Mandy and Dana have been getting back at them. So it's been a whole thing. And last week, Mandy and Dana caused them to lose a match. And then this week, they come out yet again during the match. But Shayna this time kind of brushes off Nia and says, no, 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 I got this. She goes, tries to tell him to leave, and then what do they have behind their backs? Put the giant pail. They throw the pail at Shayna. It's all full of water. So Shayna gets all this water all over her, all over the floor which causes Naya then to come running. And then what does Naya do? Naya falls. Strips, falls forward. And she just can't get up. Reggie's trying to help her up. She's like flopping around in the water and it's just a bad look. I don't understand it. I understand it's supposed to be Crude humor. 
karma, if you if you may, for what happened to Mandy and her making fun of her for it. But it falls really flat, and I'm not alone in how I feel about this. <laughs> I just wish stuff like this would just be let go and be dropped and be over with because it's not helping anybody. If anything, it's making the whole situation at Mania worse. So, but that's just my two cents. Um, the match itself wasn't half bad. Uh, there were a few times where I actually thought Lana was going to pin Rhea, um, and that would have been, whoo For me, I would have laughed at it because I would have thought that would have been hilarious and in a good way, but I know the internet would have exploded. Um, but uh, Lana, unfortunately, was caught by Rhea. Rhea dropping her with the Riptide, and then Nia Jax finished it off with her patent blood drop. Um, so we moved on from there. Uh, we then had uh, Alexis Playground and Miss Bliss basically telling everybody that now she's going to release Lily on the rest of the WWE universe and the women's division. So now things are going to get interesting. Uh, we then moved on to Charlotte, who was brought back into the ring uh, after her suspension was lifted, uh, taking on Mandy Rose, who was chosen by Sonya Deville after what had happened um, earlier in the night with Nia and Shayna. Uh, this match was actually real good. Uh, obviously, Charlotte is Charlotte, and she's not going to be terrible. Um, but Mandy looked real good in this match. So... I thought this was a different highlight of the evening. Uh, when it came to a match standpoint. Uh, after that, we then moved to our main event. Uh, it was Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Um, and again, if Braun wins, Braun gets added to the championship match at WrestleMania Backlash. And about halfway through, the almighty and MVP come out. Uh, because, obviously, Champ needs a better view of the match. And then at the very end, they try getting involved because they clearly do not want this to be a triple threat match. But it kind of backfires on them as Drew is able to fight them off, as well as Braun. And then Drew getting ready to hit the Claymore gets attacked once again by T-Bar and Mace, which then causes Braun to Catch Drew off guard, drop him with the running power slam, and gets the one, two, three. And ladies and gentlemen, we now have a triple threat match at WrestleMania Backlash for the WWE Championship. Big win by Braun Strowman. And I'm actually, looking back at this, I'm happy that they did this. I'm not mad at this at all. I like the fact that Braun's been added to this. Because, A, this could now, if they choose to take the title off of Bobby, still make Bobby look strong because Bobby does not have to be involved in the uh, title decision. Um, if they want Bobby to retain, he could pin Braun, which then still keeps Drew McIntyre looking strong. Or if they want to shock the world and have Braun win, Braun could beat anybody. Um, same thing with Drew. 
So there's the match is not as cut and dry as I kind of looked like it would be going into it. So I like this. This is this is good. Um, so definitely the last two matches of the night were, were definitely some of the best. Um, I'd also throw the Randy Riddle, Cedric, and Shelton match in there as well. Um, like I said, there wasn't some bad stuff, but there really wasn't any. Yeah, there was there was more bad than good in this episode, and that's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Really can't do much more about it. Like I said, decent show. Not the best. C minus. They just need to clean up their act when it comes to the goofiness. And at least make it funny and not just ridiculous. <laughs> but that's just that's just me. Like I said, I hate being a Debbie Downer when it comes to these things. Because Bedlam tries to look at stuff objectively and give criticism. Uh, um, positive criticism. Like constructive criticism, not just like, oh my god, this shit sucks. I don't want to watch this shit anymore. Like, because that's half of what I see on the internet, uh, on Twitter. And stuff. people are like, oh, I don't want to watch this crap anymore. All right, don't watch it. It is what it is. You know, I get it. I don't, you know, if I wanted to shut it off, I can't because it's part of our job. We're here to give you, you know, our thoughts on the show. That's the whole point. But, you know, it is what it is. So, we'll move on. <sighs> Friday is right down the road. I know it's only Monday. But tomorrow, NXT. And by tomorrow, I mean Tuesday. Wednesday, back on the AEW train. Thursday, Impact. Sam and I will then be doing our podcast. It will drop Friday, Friday morning. Friday Night Smackdown, which will be released Saturday morning for our Smackdown study, as per usual. Um, if I remember correctly, we do not have a Open Frequency Radio or a Super Ghost Radio podcast to, to drop this week either, so it will just be the normal above-the-ring stuff. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media, underscore Bedlam. You can find... Uh, us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media and on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty G Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcast platform that's out there. If you listen to a particular podcast platform and we're not on it, just let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping at the same time. One spot and Obviously, and honestly, who doesn't want a little bedlam in their day? Thanks again, guys. Really do appreciate you. We look forward to better days, and hopefully next week's Raw will be a lot better than this one. <laughs> but most importantly, though, guys, please always remember to join the bedlam. Thank you. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. 
And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.